This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome into another episode of The Bostonian versus the Book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt joining us in an hour. Jimmy Traina will come on from Sports Illustrated. We'll talk a little gambling and woes and controversy and drunken fan behavior. We've got a ton of NBA to get to. We got some basketball and hockey to roll through as well. Happy Thursday, Dave. How are you? I'm good, man. The the Celtics won yes. on 420. Yes. How are you? Are you coming down off of the high? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe hung over after the high, but yes, uh, I, I'm good. <laughs> I, I am. Uh, I I'm okay this morning. I'm feeling well this morning. Can't uh, believe we didn't do like six. You know. Double and tundra jokes yesterday with the word high in it, different things like the God, line was high on this we game. Wearing. We did. We just didn't realize we were doing it. <laughs> like we did say all those things. We just didn't know it was not intentionally done. It was just, high, you know, just the way we speak. It, 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 it was done. And then we had green everything. And yeah. How are you feeling about the A's? I told you they'd go down. 2,000. 2,700 fans. Were That's there unbelievable. Last night. I saw that number when you sent the tweet and I was like, geez. I mean, they play the Orioles again today. It's a day game. Even worse, right? Even mm. harder to get to on a Thursday afternoon to get, get, get to the ballpark. Let me, let's see. Just make sure before I confirm the time. Let's see. Because if it's a day game, I mean, we might a have lot, to make a, a total There's a lot lower. of day games. There's a lot of day games today. So. 12.37 local time. Uh-oh. So we go from 3,900 to 2,700. Oh, no. What's the attendance? That was the lowest attended Oakland A's game since 1980. Last night. I mean. It's bad, bad. I mean, it's. (laughs) If I give you the, the number today, business person specials are so lightly attended most times, you know. Oh, yeah. The, 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 even Red Sox games aren't always right I mean, today. Fenway is not going to be jacked. I mean, it's the Blue Jays, so there's going to be some people around, but I mean, it's not going to be like a, it's not a hard ticket to get. If you want to go to the game today, you can go to the game today in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those day game, middle of the week specials. Um, I don't know. Do I say 3,000? Can we get to 3,000 today? No. You've been under? Under three thousand, yes, I think we're in line with like with yesterday's total. Twenty nine ninety nine is the total. You going over or under? Under. Better to book it. Under. You're going under. Uh huh. Come on, Oakland. Somebody they don't care. The show. And they the really problem. Don't. And the problem is, not only don't they care, the Orioles have been as bad as the A's have been. So, like, if you're going through the schedule and you're like, okay, what game for the A's do I want to go to? You're not circling the Baltimore Orioles. No, this is not like a, it's not a series where you're like, Ooh, that's a good one. Let's go to that game. No, because there's no demand for tickets, right? So, you know, you can go to, if you want to go to an an A's game, you can get tickets to an A's game, not hard face value through the ticket box, not hard to do. So when you're scaling, you know, you're, you're going through the schedule, picking out which games you want to go to, 
this series is not one jumping off the page. You're not like, let's go see Baltimore. Ooh, that would be fun. So, yeah, I'm going under 3,000 fans today. Man, oh, man. Craziness. Embarrassing. <laughs> like, absolutely. I don't want them here. I mean, I just. I, 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 I want baseball. Quit saying that. I mean, I baseball want... would be fun to have an option to go here. But I mean, like, you, I go you, to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You have an option here to go to baseball. I do. I go to four games a year usually. Okay. So you're depending on the wind. Can't go outside at all right now because of the wind. <laughs> I mean, you, you want to you want to bet of the day that you can bet. Find your AAA baseball games lines and bet the Vegas game over if because the wind's blowing. It's yeah. been blowing for two weeks. This, I don't even know. I saw it was 12-5 in the fifth inning yesterday. I don't was know what the really? total was, but it was – yeah, it was 12-5. Wow. The ball just goes up in the air and goes out. Right. It's it, you can't, are gone. Yeah, I mean, like even Kyle's games last weekend. It and was, we're, at, we're at altitude here as well. Oh, it flies uh, normally different here anyway. Right. So we're but, already high up here anyway. Yeah, when so. the wind's blowing out, like Kylie's games over the weekend, it was 12 to 10 was one <laughs> of the final scores. It's fun. I, I made the total 15 and a half before the game, so I was dead wrong. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we are one week away from the NFL draft here in Vegas. Oh, my gosh. Now, this morning, the NFL announced their parties, their performances. Weezer. Ice Cube and Marshmallow are taking the stage here. Where? Here in Vegas. That's open for the public? Yep. So day one will be Weezer. Day two is Ice Cube and Marshmallow will close it out on Saturday. You're going to have a Weezer performance at the end of round one at the draft theater on day one. Then you've got Ice Cube. Round one. So that don't start till nine something. Yep. So you got the party Friday night, Thursday night here. Yeah. You got, uh, they're going to have Darren Waller and Derek Carr having the opening moment of the draft. Then they have the draft and then they've got round one after the, after round one, it's the concert series. They're calling it NFL draft concert series ice cube after round three on Friday. And then marshmallow after round seven on Saturday. So if you're coming to town, we got live. They've got different Cirque performances going on on the red carpet before the draft. So the Jabberwockies are going to be performing, and then the Absinthe crew is going to be out there, and then Mad Apple by Cirque to Circus Soleil, that new show that's here on the Strip, is going to be performing. Blue Man Group on uh, on Saturday, on, sorry, on Friday, and then the Aerial Angels of Trapeze Las Vegas, who have no idea who that is, but that's on, that's happening on Saturday afternoon. Trapeze artists are fun. Sure. Who are the Aerial Angels, though? I mean, that just happens to be that group's name. I don't know. <laughs> Last trapeze group I remember is the Flying Melendas. <laughs> so we've got that going on. So we've got a full-on party schedule for everyone to get kind of you know excited and, 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 and good to go with. There's, a, there's another party. That may What's be that? some of the guys in the chat if you're coming to town. Right. We got Zach. We got Roof, Brian Rufy. Uh, of course, someone named Xenophon Janulius says okay. he's waiting here this morning. Xenophon? I don't even know how to say it. He's X-Man now forever to me. Easy. Easy. Yeah. So Cal Roger, all the boys. Terrell Owens is gonna be at Sapphire. No, is it well? I thought it was wild, wild horse. Is it sapphires? Sapphires. Okay. I drove past the billboard yesterday. Yeah, I saw the billboard. I, I didn't catch which strip, which strip club he was going to be at. <laughs> what 
I mean, hold what on. the hell is going on here? The can debauchery I, that's going to happen time here next no, no, week no, no, is time insane. Out, time out. Time out. We, we, have to, we have to really address this because this is. I, I had this exact question because I thought this to myself. I went, okay, I'm a 30-year-old single guy. I'm coming yeah. to Vegas, right? Yeah. Ter- Terrell Owens is going to get me to go to a strip club? Like, I'm going. No. I, I'm going to a strip club to CTO. Like this is the most bizarre way of marketing I've ever seen. Like, what is the angle you want to bring? Like, I, like, I don't know. TO's my to, quarterback. I'm not going to a strip club to see Terrell Owens. That's my quarterback. <laughs> but if I want to see Terrell Owens, I'm going somewhere else, not a strip club. Maybe he's doing push-ups outside in the parking lot. If that gets you going, I guess. But I mean, like, what is what is the point of that? That is the strangest. I I thought to myself, okay, I get when they have the pool, they bring the porn stars. I get that. Okay, you got the outdoor pool, topless pool in Vegas. Sapphire's got the full on thing. They bring the porn star. That makes total sense to do that. It's right on brand. Terrell Owens, how is that on brand? (laughs) Like just because it's a football, (laughs) it's the draft. It's, it's the draft. Somebody go find a football player. Like, uh, if I want to see football players, I'll go to the actual draft. <laughs> I don't need to see Terrell Owens at a strip club. It's very weird. Maybe T.O.'s bringing an entourage. He probably is. I mean, that's, have you heard the rumors about what, what's going on at, 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 at the other, at, at uh, Palomine for uh, Bruno Mars? Palomino Club. Pa- sorry, Palomino. Sorry. Yes. I've never been there. But the, I guess Bruno Mars is like re-venev- is renovating the entire champagne room for himself. <laughs> if you want to say that, it's true. What do you mean I want to say I that? It's no, true. no, no. It's on I Twitter. don't know. True. Have you driven by the Palomino Club? I've never. No, I've, I've never. I never knew about it until one of our mutual friends told me about it at Bet Bash. Mm. And I was like, what is that? I never heard oh. of that. He's like, oh, no. He's like, that's the, that's the place you got to go. You want to go to a strip club in Vegas? He's like, you're a local now. You got to go to a local strip club. Palomino is the local place. I was like, oh. A lot, a lot of things go on in there, most of them bad. <laughs> Just saying. I've what, never been in. At what strip club do good things happen? <laughs> I mean, you could go to a strip club and just observe and get dances and leave. Okay. Just saying there's other ones that there's some extracurricular activities going on. <laughs> Yeah, Palomino Club is known <laughs> for one of those extracurricular activities. Okay, good to know. I didn't yeah. know that. I've never been there. I never. Enjoy, I don't know where it is in the city. Like if you told me go find Palomino Club, I have no idea where it is. I, I wouldn't drive Rhino the is. nice car. I'm just saying. Okay, I, I've never gone. I, I've been to Rhino, and I've been to Sapphire. I I've never old, been. Those are the only two I've been to in town. Yeah. I haven't been to the new one, which is Spearmint, which is Peppermint Hippo. Which is oh. I thought it was, I thought it was a joke at first, but it's not. There's Spearmint oh. Rhino, and Spearmint Rhino opened up Peppermint Hippo, which I was just like, "Wait, what?" Can you imagine the marketing meeting for that? <laughs> Listen, we're going to open a second location, but we can't call it the same or number two. Well, so wait, wait. that's a Crazy Horse did. Crazy Horse got three, so Crazy yeah. Horse did that. The three they have a call Crazy Horse three. That makes right. sense. Nope, they wanted. Yeah, but people got very confused about the original Crazy Horse and then the two and then the three. They were like, which one is this, that, whatever. Uh, So it was very confusing. Okay. So the marketing meeting went a a different way with the Spearmint Rhino Uh, and went with the Peppermint Hippo. (laughs) I mean, you probably should have gone cinnamon. Just saying. I'm just saying. If you're going to go flavors of gum, maybe. Cinnamon. Cinnamon Hippo. 
That's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's not as Jimmy. minty, but uh, that's Jimmy. What's what, what? What he would call it? The cinnamon, <laughs> cinnamon hippo, or the <laughs> peppermint rhino, or peppermint whatever where the hell they're talking oh, about. Obvious things, but yes, the uh, L.A. to Vegas. What's that flight called? Every Thursday and Sunday, the shuttle. Oh shoot! The industry shuttle? No, the, like- the, they call the Southwest Airline flight. From John Wayne to Vegas, it's got a, it's got, a, it's like the point, it's like the, the stripper flight or something. I don't know. The, the, oh. There's some term which basically all it is is women who are going to work in the clubs. They fly in Thursday morning. They fly out Sunday night on the last flight with a lot of cash in the bags. A whole lot of cash in the bags. And Man. this coming weekend is going to be an all timer. <laughs> I mean, there's no games. So it literally is next nothing. weekend. Next weekend. Next sorry, next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Sorry, it's week safe. From, it's week, this weekend. I ain't ready. Yeah, we're week from today. Sorry, today we'll be at the draft, uh, in, in a week. But it, it's like the, I mean, normally you're watching a game, right? So all the event staff, all the people who are there, they have to be on their piece and cues. They can't be out partying. There is no game here. This is all fluff. Everything is, you can be as hungover as you want. As long as you can walk on that stage, you're good. And if you're a draftee and you're coming to town and your life is about to change instantly and you're about to become a celebrity literally overnight in one move, one pick, one draft, you are a celebrity with a lot of money at your disposal. Oh my. Oh my. Hang on to your G string. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. This town is going to be unleashed, if you will. It's going to be just a lot of stuff going on. I'm full. I don't want to leave the house. This and that and fun and crazy. And yeah, the traffic and the overwhelming crush of the whole thing. I just want to see it. I just want to be a part of it. I just want to check it out. I'll stay for the first 10 picks and then get out. And then right. be done. And, and then be like, all right, that was enough. That's good. Patriots draft at 21. I'll get home in time to watch the Patriots take number 21. And then we'll see. Friday, I probably won't. I don't want any part of Friday. Saturday is relaxed and more chill. So I'll probably go down there on Saturday. I think we'll go. We might go Wednesday and do something. Us? You mean you? You mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll do some oh, walking that's, around. Yeah, working and all around. That other stuff, but yeah, yeah. yeah. What These people that are talking about, hey, you coming to here? You coming to this party and this and that? I'm like, yeah, no, no, I don't think so. I mean, maybe turn it on for one night, but I just go and sit and watch. It's the best. Yeah, now. Wednesday night would be the night that I would say to do it, just because Thursday night you have to wait for the draft to end before any of the parties start. It's going to end at like nine thirty our time, so that means the party's going to start at like eleven. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of debauchery for that. I'm forty five, like. All right, I can I I can I can rally, but I don't know how long I can rally for. Hour, <laughs> two hours, maybe. Start starting at eleven. <laughs> we 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 got the show the next morning. I, I don't know. Like that's, yeah, that's like with the show the next morning. It's like we got to think. I take Matt Friday night school, could be like, the one. Friday night, maybe. Yeah, Might meet somebody. Somewhere. Maybe we'll Friday see. night. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe that's the thing. All right, I got one bet here that just got started, so we can do a quickie on a bet or a book it right out of the gate here. White Sox Guardians, I'm mm-hmm. on the same bet I bet yesterday for the Blue Jays, which cashed. 
Red first Sox five. and the Blue Jays, first five, laying a half a run at even money. Same bet, different teams. I'm on the Guardians. Sorry, I'm on the White Sox against the Guardians say, here. Whoa. I like the White Sox to win after five on the road. They have lost three games in a row. They lost both games of the doubleheader yesterday. Scored a grand total of two runs. Cissé on the mound for them today. I like the pitching matchup. Well, you better to book it. White Sox leading after five. Even money? Correct. All right, we'll bet it. Same same bet as yesterday, just different teams. Right. First five. First five. Okay. Got to be leading. Tie, I lose. Right. White Sox Cautiously optimistic about this one, but yes. White we'll Sox bet. should be angry about this. Not liking the way yesterday went. Get the bats alive here. We have bottom of the first. The White Sox did not score in the top of the first, but Cleveland won out. So we'll monitor that game just here a little bit. All right. Embiid with a little payback for for three for the Kawhi shot. (laughs) How about the big fella, man? High game 2-0, a chance to essentially end the entire series. Point nine to go. And your boy Gabe Morenci is losing his mind. Man, oh man. He's going to the rule book. Oh he's, boy. He's calling this the biggest hatchet job robbery oh. in NBA history. Man. Claiming that Embiid should not have been able to have that timeout be called. Game mm. should have gone, should have been over, should have gone to overtime. And instead, you get the turnaround three from a bead <laughs> with point nine to go, and the big boy buries it. Joel Embiid took the inbound pass and did a step back dribble in three and made it for the win. I mean, the series is over now. Toronto ain't winning four in a row. Um, Gabe, are you going to the? If you're going to Game Four, if you're Gabe, he's going. He's going. I mean, unless he cancels everything today, he's angry and he just cancels. I don't know because he's going to Toronto, then he's flying back to Vancouver, then he's flying here. He already made all his plans because he's coming Why down for the drive from Vancouver to Vegas. Why go back home? Um, I don't know. Because he's going to go do the show for a couple of days. He's not uh, coming down okay. here until uh, Wednesday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's only going Saturday, staying overnight and flying back Sunday. Okay. Then he's going to work Monday, Tuesday, fly here Wednesday, be here for the draft Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So um, it was awesome, man. I mean, just like, it was an awesome night of basketball mm. last night. Agreed. It was just, you know, from the night before, which was, eh. I mean, only because the games weren't that great. Miami just, you know, Miami's performance, Jimmy Butler was fun, but it was, eh. And Memphis destroyed Minnesota, so it was, eh. And then, I mean, Booker getting hurt stole the night. Last night was was awesome. I'm impressed with the Sixers. Sorry, Toronto. Bye, son. Yeah. See ya. That's it, right? <laughs> Pack your bags, get your golf clubs out of the garage, and get ready for the offseason because that's where, where you're headed either after game four or game five. One it's so crazy, like how close these things go. Like, because, you know, you got in the graphic payback for Kawhi shot. Kawhi shot bounced, sat on the rim, looked like it stopped moving. Everybody waited, and then it fell in. And that was the end. Yeah. I mean, we saw 
Embiid walking off the floor crying. That was yes. that, that was that was that was that one shot that I'll never forget. Like man, this guy really cares. Like he, but that's how how hard it is to win mm. a championship in professional mm. sports. He gets the shot and it goes in. I mean, does this make you go, geez, maybe this is Philly's year? No. Yeah. No. It's one. Any of that. one it's game. one opponent. It's one game. Raptors are overachieving this season and asking a lot of guys who are not as talented or as skilled as they need to be to beat up a team like the Sixers. So, I mean, they fought hard. I mean, they had that game. They were up big in the first half, big in the first quarter, but just, you know, you whittle away, you whittle away, and then you get it down to a crunch time moment and talent takes over in your talent one, even without Harden, when he fouled out, they still were able to keep it going, keep the offense going. Maxi played really well again at times. He was kind of inconsistent last night, but at moments he had his moments. And then you've got, you know, Harris and without Thibault, they still were able to play defense, defense well enough to take the W. So Tobias Harris was tremendous defensively. I mean, he was really, and you know, and he's, if he's standing still and has an open look, he's knocking him down right now. It's just feet set. I, yeah. I'm impressed. I'm impressed again. It's fun too. I mean, Toronto brought it. That fan, I mean, that 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 place was rocking. And, you know, we can ask Jimmy in, in a little while, you know, do you think everyone had a bet on them? I mean, they were yelling fuck Embiid every chance they can get. I mean, Wait, every on, chance they Toronto's can get. Toronto's in Ontario, right? Yeah. So Ontario's legal now. Yeah, but those people have been betting a long <laughs> I'm time. I'm kidding. I'm, ki- I'm just kidding. Yes, I know. They've been betting a long time. They're now able to, they now can, they can bet now there. Yeah. All right, so we talked about this before the series began, about the bet that you and I both really liked a lot, which was the minus 360 on the Bucks to win game one and win this series. Yes. Bucks win game one. But yes. then last night, the Bulls and DeMar DeRozan had something to say about the way this series is going to go. Yes, they did. DeRozan goes for 41. He was unconscious at times, hitting shots. And Chris Middleton has a injured MCL. We don't know how long he'll be out, but he could be out the rest of the series. Like this is a pretty significant knee injury that they're not going to want to make it even worse by rushing him back. Any worry about the Bucks here? Yeah. Hell yeah. We told everybody. We got, we got a little piece of that 360 some, you know, somewhere. We're worried about that for sure. Like the Rosen was 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 the guy that carried the Bulls in a lot of a lot of the season. Like he was, give me the ball, get out of the way. There was like no option. He was just not even get the ball with 18 seconds left in his shot clock and not give it up and then make a shot. I mean, anytime you lose your second best player, I mean, or two A, maybe three with Middleton, you're worried. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. You're not worried at all? No. The Bulls had lost 17 of 18 games. To Did the, the game Bucks. go over or under? Went under because of the missed free throw by Grayson Allen with no time left. Wow. 114-110. Hits that free throw. I had two, I had 225 and a half, so I would have been okay, but the vast majority of people bet 224 and a half. 
That was, the, that was the closing number was 224 and a half. So I bet it overnight. I got a full point of value. Close 224 and a half. Grayson Allen gets fouled with no time left. The referees make the call this time, not the call the last time when this was a last second call. Right. Put him at the free throw line. Bricks the first one, makes the second one. Falls four. Win for the Bulls plus four, but a one 114-110 final. I took seven and a half. I was on I was on the radio and I was watching it. Bucks or Bulls. I took Bucks plus seven and a half in the fourth yep. quarter. No. I just wait until the fourth quarter. Like right. I'm, it's it's that's all you got to do in a lot of these games. There's no there's unless you see the runs. Well, they started the fourth quarter on a freaking nine two run. The Bucks and, did. No, the Bulls did. Right. Well, it, yeah, I, I turned it, it on and they down. were down it 14. Five. It was five at the end of three. Start the fourth quarter, 9-2 run. Bam, lead goes right back to 12. Like that was yeah. like, like, oh my. And that's when you probably got in at plus seven and a half when the lead went back up to 12 or 14. I, I saw the score. They were down 14. I was like, yeah. geez, what's happening right now? Yeah. You know, and, and somebody tweeted at me about something, a guy from Chicago that I know. Yeah. And I was like, geez, they're down 14? So I started watching it, and I'm like, all right, wait for it. They scored. Bulls didn't. They scored. And I was like, all right, I'm grabbing it right now because it, yep. it was over the number seven. So grab seven and a half and then didn't get to watch a lot of the, the end end. But I saw him go down. It didn't look good when he did it. Um, and, again, I guess we'll wait and see how this goes with the injury. But mm. you think they win the rest of the games now? They just win three in a row? No. 4-2 final. Okay. I can see I, that. It's 1-1. One, one. Game three Chicago, Game three goes to Milwaukee. Game four probably goes to Chicago. And then I think the next two games, five and six, go to, go to the Bucs. Uh, okay. So the line was 10 at home. We don't have Middleton. So I haven't looked yet. I'm going to just guess four, three and um, a half. I was going to say five. Wow. Milwaukee minus one and a half or two. Man, it's just plug and play. It's always the same line. Huh. Wow. So you like you like Milwaukee, first thought. Game three, yes. To bounce back in game three. Yeah. Okay. They'll have, they'll have time to practice. They'll have time to get ready. Giannis will have one of his games. Like I think Giannis takes over in game three, but then he does have a tough time doing it in game four, doing it in back-to-back games. So I think the Bulls win game four. But then I think game five back in back in Milwaukee goes to the Bucks, and then they close it out at Chicago in six. Irony, they play back. They play every other day in this series, but it's the only series they do that. Like it can't be done. I'm well, still Bucks pissed fans off would, about Bucks that. fans would say that's on purpose. Oh, that's what Bucks fans would say that they don't. You have your NBA champion who is a you know, middle of the country, small market city as your NBA champ. Right. I don't know if you, if you have you ever seen a buck championship t-shirt in Vegas? Cause I have not still looking for a nice bucks hat. They got like okay. one in every store and I'm around. I okay. mean, I got people. So there you go. Can't find one. Yes. So that's the problem. If you have a major market team, Philly, Boston, New York, LA, Chicago, if one of those teams are the champs, we're going to see that shit up and down the strip. People Correct. are going to be wearing those shirts and those hats, and we're going to see it all the time. 
true that not that many yep. people in Milwaukee. <laughs> it's a small market. So if you're a conspiratorial person, we're talking about it yesterday with conspiracy theories. The other theory is that the, the NBA wants the Bucks out. So what do you do? Give them the most difficult schedule of any team. Hmm. No rest in between. The less the rest, the more likely for an upset. Jeez. And a big injury like what just happened. Losing your second best player. Breaking news, Devin Booker could miss two to three weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. He's he heard it pop. He said, I heard it pop. Like oh boy. they're gonna hold him to the Western Conference Finals if he if they make it there. Oh my. Because they, they know there. they know they cannot beat the Warriors without Devin Booker. But it's a mm-hmm. hamstring. It's a funky injury, like we all know for basketball players, ankles and hamstrings. Those things are, I mean, we've seen you ever pull your ball. hamstring? I've never pulled it to the point where I couldn't walk, but I've pulled it to the point where I was on ice rest every time I exercised. I had to ice it down. It sucks. Can't really do anything. Any and, quick movement. And where in, in the hamstring also it matters. Is it high or is it low? Right. Also matters for the injury because the higher right. the higher up that it goes, the more tough it is because you're using it to push off, to jump. Yeah. So you use it, it when you sneeze. <laughs> it hurts Everything. constantly. Yep. Can't run and jump. It's a That's big bad. muscle. It's a big, big muscle yeah, to is. have an injury like that. And it's a soft tissue injury. So it's just like it goes back to this other weird thing about where this curse comes from for Chris Paul. Like it's just unbelievable <laughs> what has happened to this guy in his career. He's had so many teams that going into the playoffs, during the playoffs, during the series, where he's been on the best team. Yep. And he either breaks a hand, he has Weird an ankle, best player yeah. now in Booker gets hurt. Like it just is remarkable that bad luck that guy has had in his career. Not his Man. fault, but boy, that's that's really, really hard to look at. Yeah. All right. The Nets are down 2-0. We mentioned the Celtics win at the top there. Now Ben Simmons, according to reports, <laughs> will play in game four. Sure he will. <laughs> What's the point of that exactly, of making this announcement that Ben Simmons will play in game four? I so want the Celtics to win game three. So then it's like, listen, we're down three games to none. Don't play the guy. Like, do them a favor. Celtics and beat the Nets because if the Nets win game three, they're going to bring this guy back, which if you're rooting for the Celtics is fine because it's only, it's only going to make it worse for them. Try to throw the guy in. Please. He hasn't played basketball in over a year. I mean, please, please do this. Nets, please do this. Please play Ben Simmons. I knew you would this, want to see this in this physical of a series where the Celtics oh. are beating the living shit out of Kevin Durant. Oh. And Ime Odoka, after the game last night, said, yeah, I know how to guard Durant. I was on the bench last year. I've seen it. I know what he doesn't like. We're doing what he doesn't like. We're intentionally taking him out. And so you've got Kyrie, who scored 10 points last night. After his great performance. Mm. Kyrie was a no-show last night. What? You're going to think Ben Simmons is going to start knocking down threes after being off for a year? He don't shoot. No, he can't shoot. Not won't shoot. He can't shoot. It's yeah. not possible. What? What is the actual purpose of playing Ben Simmons 
in game four of a series that's this intense. Like, I feel bad for the guy if he walks in. It's a home game, so the atmosphere is a little bit warmer, but New York fans will flip on him fast. <laughs> like, real fast. <laughs> he, he's airballing shots. He's turning the basketball over. He's getting dunked on and driven on by all Celtic players. I mean, this is like joining a heavyweight fight in the seventh round and being expected to be able to be all lathered up and ready to go. You're going to get clipped. Somebody must think that he has something to offer rebounding that they don't do rebounding. right. That's it. Rebounding. That is the, as the sole purpose of playing Ben Simmons, he's six eleven, And these it's, it's, it's not for the defense. No. Well, partly, but it's more for the glass. They need help rebounding. They don't have any rebounding advantages. Even when Drummond's in there, they don't really have a big rebounding advantage over Boston. Right. That's why you play Simmons. Right. Other than that, though, there's no reason why to play him. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I mean, I, I, I haven't gotten it all since they traded for him. I'm right. like, you know, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? I mean, trade for him and sit on a bench, and then he keeps coming to the games with the stuff on, and, and you're like, man, is this guy going to play? And yeah. somebody actually asked me yesterday on Twitter, and I was like, he ain't playing this year. He ain't. Oh. They asked me, make a line for is he playing this year? This season in the playoffs, is he playing for the Nets ever? Is he playing in the NBA ever? And ever? Yeah, he's playing again ever. I mean, he's going to play again somewhere because he's going to run out of money. He's going to need to. He's going to need to cash. He's twenty three, right? Yeah, but I mean, he's really young. If he wanted yeah. to play or could play, I think he would have already played. Like in the end of the regular season, just come in and let, let's just run for six minutes. Let me get out there and do it. Yeah. Like, I agree with you. It's better for the Celtics if he plays. <laughs> 100%. Please play him in game four. I will, uh, I will love it if they play him game four. That would be a wonderful, wonderful thing if he gets played uh, coming up for game four. All right. Jimmy Stevie Trainer. Mack is in, in his truck right now, listening to him, watching the show, driving yeah, around. Sure. That's he, his, he put the picture up yesterday that we tweeted out. It was, he, That's he, right. He, he did. He's got a big phone too. He's got like a, one, of, one of those like pizza, pieces of bread phones. His phone's <laughs> big. It's like, damn, that thing's large. Like he has the chat on one side and the screen and the other side and the screen looks good. Like it, it looks did. All, it, it did. It doesn't Steve look Mack all like, left. it doesn't look all like condensed and cut up. It looks like, no, it looks, looks good. No. I was like, all right, I like that a lot. That's a, that's a cool look. I'm a fan. <laughs> all right, is Luca playing tonight? Um, there, it's, just point, based, it's pointing towards he might. It's just getting, just based on the line. I'd say no. Okay, but we'll know based on the line. Okay, so right now it's minus seven. If it goes down significantly, I'm not talking a half a point. Like a lot. I'm talking if you refresh your app and all of a sudden it's Utah minus three, two and a half. Lucas playing. We'll have confirmation. Um, would you play him if you were Dallas? Yes. If he's 75%? Yes. Ooh. Okay. I think game three is a huge when it's one one, game three is monster to me. It's a monster game. I, I'd play him game three and then sit him game four if I had to. 
I think I think winning game three, in particular on the road, if you can steal game three after they took game one, I think could be gigantic because Jalen Brunson's not scoring 41 points tonight. So true. That that's the problem. I I mean, he's not going off the way that he went off in game two. So I I need I need help. I need 20 points out of Luca, even at 75%, not playing defense, standing and shooting. I need it from Luca tonight if he can play. Delotti in the chat says, no, don't play him. I wouldn't play him either. Okay. If I mean, unless he's 100%. If he's 100%, I'm Is anybody good. Anybody 100% at this time of the year? Well, I mean, you get, a, you get a week off and you're coming off an injury or two weeks off, whatever he's been out. He's close. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I, can't, I can't risk him getting hurt again. So it's I have soft, to know. Yeah, it's a soft tissue. It's a left calf injury. Right. So – it's one of those weird things where one misstep and he's done, done potentially. We and don't know the whole injury, right? I, I don't know if it's a strain. I don't know if it's a tear. I don't know if it's a, you know, what grade of an injury it is. Only the team and Luca really knows right. that. So like, is this being uber cautious or is this like an injury that's pretty darn significant that if he steps wrong, it could turn into a torn Achilles tendon. So, but, but see, this is the thing. We can we can nurse it along as long as possible, but with Booker's injury, mm-hmm. like the door's open, We're, we we can we can keep going. We don't have to lose to the Suns, or we don't have to lose to the Warriors. Like that's my mentality if I'm Dallas. So let's try to win again without him. If if he's not healthy, and then if he then all right, Luca, listen, we need you now in game four. We can't go down three one. We need you even this thing back up. We got home court advantage, and we'll 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 go from there. Um, but if he's close, like you said, and he plays, do you like plus seven then? Either way. I like the total better. We'll get to that during better to book it. Okay. Can I bet the total? But I I probably would lean plus seven, but I probably would play it in game before anything else. Cause I want to see what the team looks like because again, this is the, the, the one part of the human body that we don't understand yet is we don't know where the calf begins and the Achilles tendon ends. So when I hear calf injury, teams often call it a calf injury when in reality it's an Achilles mm, mm. and that's what happened to Durant. Okay. Right. It was calf. It was a calf. It was a calf. He stepped snap. It was the Achilles tendon. Okay. Right. So my, and that was done. That was it. Done, done. Right. Yeah. And so that, that's my, is it really a calf injury or is it one of those like mid to lower calf injuries that in reality it's an Achilles injury and it's way more significant than what they're letting on. And it's called a calf injury. So I I want to see Luca out there before I would bet a side on it. I would I would want to see Luca how he's how he's moving, how he's running. Is he walking gingerly? Is he trotting up the court or is he playing on it? Right. So I can't believe that it's seven myself. I I, I think it's too high, even if he don't play. I would agree. Yeah, I mean it feels that way. Yeah, it's it's the number you always say. That's your pause number. Yeah, that's I'm definitely there's zero interest in laying. I would only be taken, and I feel like there's a chance if Luca plays. I mean, we get a number that just would be fantastic as far as CLV. Yeah. It would just be outstanding. Probably get five points, but it closes at two. Yeah. So I mean, 
I don't know. I'm interested to see. Um, we'll probably know by uh, five o'clock Eastern. Be my guess. So two o'clock our time. We'll probably know if he's in Ooh, or not. You think that early? Yeah, I think I think we'll know pretty. You don't pretty, think he comes around and a shoot around and then says I'm good to go? Maybe, but I think they will make the decision before he even goes to shoot around. I think they'll have the morning workout and they'll see what it, what he looks like before they even begin to go down that road of like, let's have him warm up. Okay. I mean, this is Cubans. This is the, their baby. I mean, they don't they don't have anything else Dallas long term, but Luca. You lose him. You've heard of the Dallas Cowboys, have you not? I'm talking about the Dallas Mavericks, the Dallas Cowboys. You said they don't have anything. I thought you meant the city of Dallas. No, not the city of Dallas. The ta- the team, the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, Porzingis okay. is gone. They traded him away, and so now it's Luca's the team. And so if you lose Luca to an Achilles, he's down. He's done for this year and next year. So they're going to be extremely cautious, I believe, with this injury to make sure that it's nothing that could be long term. Right. So my guess is they warm him up today in a morning shoot around and they'll make the call before they ever get to the court to shoot pre pre pregame. So my guess is we'll know about it probably middle of the afternoon. We'll know whether he's playing or not. I think he's, I think they're going to try to have him play. We got guys in the chat that got rained out from work today. Stevie Mack got rained out from work. He's at home watching us on TV. Jay Dow bets rained out from work. Can you imagine like baseball players? You got rained out. You don't have to go to work. (laughs) It's a lot bad. bad weather, bad weather in the mid middle part of the country right now, middle and the eastern part of the country. Oh, for real? Yeah, there's some bad storm systems coming through. I guess I shouldn't oh. complain about the wind, but god damn it, my that's why we have the wind, though. We have the wind on the back end of the storm system that they're dealing with from a rain perspective. Oh, so those are the storms that are going through the country. We just are down below, we're southern, so we're below it, but we get the wind on the back end. I'm impressed sometimes. I mean, you hit me. You, you've just broken down the calf muscle and the Achilles, and now you're a weather guy. I mean, all within six minutes. That's I, can I, car, I, I can do car engines and clutches, too. That I know you're an expert on. <laughs> that I, I'm not an expert. I just – I do this thing. I surround myself with smart people like you. I surround my, I mean, yeah. and I've got And I've got a Mike, Mike Herzing, who has been my six-year partner, who is former head of the Texas Automotive Writers Association. He walks me through all sorts of car stuff. Any car question I've got, I get Mike on speakerphone and he walks me through the whole thing, <laughs> tells me all different, ask for this, ask for that, do this, do that, do this. And so I just learn. And so now I know I know a lot more about cars than I ever thought I ever would know. It's I impressive. Can rec- I can recommend cars. I, I, I drive a new car every single week and no one knows how the bleep I'm doing it. And I love it because whenever they meet me, I'm like, well, yeah, I drive a different car every week. For sports betting? Like they like it's something like nefarious going on. Right. <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah. no, no, no. Not with sports betting, a totally different podcast that I did that it's I tremendous. do for automotive. And they're like, oh, where does the car come from? California. Really? I would venture yeah. to guess that you and I, as co-hosts of a show, uh-huh. we could match up with anyone in the country with the size of our calves. Oh, probably. Yeah. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the strangest thing. Somebody accused me the other day of having calf implants. Oh, I've been asked that for 20 years. <laughs> you have a calf implant? No, yeah. no calf implant. No. Yeah. I wouldn't even know how to get a calf implant. Like Johnny Drama, baby. Come on, Entourage. You didn't watch Entourage? Johnny Drama. I didn't watch it that far. Oh, that's right. That's what I got. The, I, I got the I got the video. Somebody sent me that. And I was like, I didn't even know that that happened. Yeah. I mean, there's ass implants, so why not calf implants? I guess 
God, you want to go that that vein and, <laughs> and go with it. But yeah, we probably can match it up. I, I, I would agree with that. Uh, Memphis minus two to bounce back tonight on the road against Minnesota. Surprised that they're the favorites here? No, actually, I'm not. After that last game, I'm not. Um, this is so much like the feel of the Sixers and the Raptors for me. Ooh, like okay. where this is the game that Minnesota is supposed to win. Yet, I'm not confident in it at all. I'm not like, betting this game. I might bet an in-game, but this is... Too hard, this is a, right? This is a really, really hard game, in my opinion. To bet. Yeah. I don't know what to do with it. It's tough. Yeah, like, I like Dallas. I, I, I'd feel confident making that pregame wager. I, I'm with you. I don't have a clue. With this game, I don't sidewise totals back down to 237. So a zigzag zig over under, under over. supposed to go over this game. Yes. Like seriously, 237. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Hard uh-uh. to do, right? I, I, I broke this game down last night. I, I went through the entire trends and sides and totals and what happened earlier, the flow of the game in game two. What happens? Jaws on the court. Versus when Jaws not on the court, they play better without him on the court, by the way, and they score more with him not on the court. He's really fun to watch, but the team actually puts up more points without him on the court. What does it do tonight? How does he play on the road? I couldn't come up with any angle that I like to put money down behind. I just couldn't figure it out. And I'm just going to watch it. If there's a moment in the game that I feel like it's good to jump in for, for a pre, a pre you know, in-game bet, great. Pre-game bet, couldn't come up with one over under dog favorite, even with the numbers 16 and seven ATS favorites right now. Crazy. 19 and four, and seven, 19 and four right now. Straight, straight up. up. You could just parlay money line parlays for the favorites. And you're cashing consistently right now. Well, this is when it gets hard when the road team's favor, right? This is this well, is last a night, different. All three favorites win last night. You bet them all three. You could have parlayed them all. Boom. No, Celtics, sorry, that's wrong. No, no, it's wrong. Celtics sorry. home, no, Bucks, Sixers Bucks away. Bucks, Bucks lost. So no, Bucks, no, no. right? Bucks killed okay. it. But the night before, it was all three. So tonight, you can bet all three favorites if you want. And you, I mean, Memphis is the one question. I thought Philly was the one question. I thought the Bucs were going to get, we're going to have an easy walk in the park last night and they got beat outright. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know either. I, I mean, I think you're supposed to bet over. I really do. I think you're supposed to bet this game over. But again, 237 is really close to 240. We saw what happened when you bet over 240. I mean, you need a perfect yeah. ride to yep. get there. Now, you can get it, but. If the game goes sideways, this is going to be a way more competitive game, obviously. I mean, Minnesota could win this basketball game. Um, This series is 1-1, right? Okay, so this is, I think this makes game three really important and hard to handicap. The next Uh game, it's Warriors minus two at Denver. It's 2-0. 
this is a different type of game in my mind. This is more akin to Philly and Toronto than it is Memphis and Minnesota. Yeah. Warriors minus two tonight. How do you feel about you, the Warriors? Denver first quarter. Hey, look at you. Denver first quarter. Stealing better to book it before we even get there. That's, I mean, that's the first thing you think. If it was good last night, right? All they've three. Won, they've won both first quarters, Denver has. In yeah. The series, in the series. They've been up 27-26 in both quarters. Both games. But all, all the teams down in the series won the first quarter. Except for one. Yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. yes. I think it's seven. Yeah. I think it's seven and one. Yep. Right now, first quarter. Yeah. yeah. For teams that lose the previous game. Right. So that's... You know, the zigzag thing and stuff, it's it's all bullshit, but it's not because that is <laughs> it, right. That it that part of it, it is like it's right. literally it's happening with the first quarter. Yeah. It used to carry over to the game, but I think we've been able to not discover anything, just kind of talk it out yeah. where we've come to the conclusion it's the first quarter and it's the totals. Right. Is Denver going to win a basketball game tonight? No, I don't think so. Right. Come on. No. no. It's 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 they just don't have it. They don't have enough weapons. If they had MPJ and if they had um their guard who is blank who I'm forgetting. Um who's the dude that got hurt that's been out all year, the guard for them. Oh my gosh. Jamal Murray. Uh they've been out. And if they had those two guys, they could win this series. Without those two guys, it's Jokic and that's it. And when the Warriors want to put their foot down and go. I'd lay the two points and take the Warriors tonight. Hmm. Man, Landon just weighed in with a weather report from Hawaii. 74 oh. and light drizzle today. That's on cold. the island. 74 is cold for them. 74, a little, yeah, a little that's breezy. Cold. Wow. Goodness that's, gracious. That's, that's, that's different. Big Nelly Bucket says he's moving there. We're all moving there. Everybody wants really? to go on their own island. Um, I don't think you're on an island with this. Uh, Golden State wins. Golden State, did you put this in? Oh, you put the first quarter in bedded or book. This game, this game, in-game, and Memphis in-game. I'm not betting them pre. I want to watch them. What's what's the plan in this game to look for, get Golden State at a plus money price or plus? Okay, so. The, I have Nuggets plus, I have Nuggets minus one first quarter. Nuggets could get off to a fast start. Nuggets are up by five or six points after one quarter. Game flips. Warriors plus three. Take the Warriors. You might have to wait that whole first quarter. <laughs> I, this should I, be I, one of those. I think I gotta wait the entire. I, I may need to wait until the second quarter. You, yeah, this I mean, is wait, one I mean, wait for a while. The, the books may hold on to this, saying, "Oh no, we're not making the Warriors a favorite any time in this game for a while." But once we get it, then I'll be. I, I want three, but you give me one possession plus three Golden State. That's the number I want. Yeah. Just See, like last is, night. Just like last night. Same situation where I had the Raptors. I teased the Raptors up. And right. it was in Raptors covered plus six. They didn't cover two. They covered six. Right. So same deal as I want the Warriors plus three. Yeah. That makes sense. This is this is one of those things for people new or not familiar with it, where the Warriors are favored for the game, but the Nuggets are favored for the first quarter and the first half. You don't see this very often, but it usually is an indicator. Like Matt said, it's seven and one. Um, 
the books are smart. Been, no, they're smarting up. The, the the books are smartening up to it and going, okay, guys, we're getting hit pretty good on this first quarter bet. Yeah, we got to start making it a little painful. Yeah, okay, right. like the Nuggets should be plus one. Correct the by the quarter. by the math, right? Yeah. Two and a half for the game. You could argue you could be pick, but you know, one Warriors minus one for the first half, one and a half, mm-hmm. and then pick for the first quarter or Warriors minus a half. It should be, and it's not. Books are like, yeah, we know that the other team's going to win, so you want to well, pay it. I think it. last night was a prime example with the Celtics and the Nets of this because I was on the Nets plus one. Nets were up by eight after the first quarter, I believe, and then in the fourth, in the third quarter, the Nets were up by seventeen points on Boston. Celtics won the game by seven. <sighs> like <laughs> they went on a twenty-four to six run in the fourth quarter. Against Kyrie and KD were one of 17 from the field in the second half. Poof. Gone. <laughs> De- defense of shutdown. Gone. Nasty. Up in their face, ripping at the ball, constantly like grabbing a jersey. Like it was old school defense. It was fun, man. That place was rocking. I was watching it get excited. Give me Robert Williams, man. Give me. And Robert he ain't Williams. even there yet. Give me Robert Williams on the court, and the Celtics can win the East. They can win the East with the if they play like they did last night, team oh. basketball. Not asking one guy to carry, not asking Tatum to go for fifty. You get contributions up and down. I mean, Pritchard's hitting threes, <laughs> hitting fadeaway jumpers. Yeah. You got the bench coming in helping. You've got defensive Marcus Smart is in people's oh. grills. Shows up with the defensive player of the year robe. I love it. Did you D-P-O, see that thing? Sweet oh. robe. He walks in with all, you know, looking looking all nice. Okay, He's all excited. He's like, uh-huh. Gary Payton sitting courtside. Get the last guard to win the defensive player of the year award was Gary Payton. Now it's Marcus smart. The two of them are kindred spirits. They had dinner the night before to celebrate him winning the DPO. It's tough right now, man. Udoka has got that team. That is a tough defensive team to face at home in particular. They've all bought in. They are a team. It is so much fun to watch basketball be played like that. That's the basketball that I want. That's the basketball that I like. And that's the team I like to bet on. I I mean, I just, you know, I they, they can't be stopped by stopping one guy. Mm. That's the thing. Mm. And you can see they take great joy in setting someone else up, in making a play, making that extra pass. Somebody makes a big defensive stop. The whole bench, everybody's excited about it. Like there's no mopes. There's no, you're not, you're not pulling anybody. Everybody's pulling the same way. Mm. It's, 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 it's fantastic, man. I, I'm excited. I, you know, it People doesn't to- have to be, but I swear if we could get Sixers Celtics oh. for the Eastern Conference finals. Are they, is that where they play bracket wise? Sixers win, they get the heat. Celtics win, they get the Bucks. Oh, I love that. Bucks without Middleton. Let's go. I love that. <laughs> yep, let's go. That could, that could be fun. That could be, and then it could be the Bulls. I mean, it, I mean, I'm crazy enough if that shocking thing happens. Well, I don't think they reseed, but if they reseed, then would, the Bulls yeah. would be the lowest seed and go play the Heat. 
and we would get Celtics and I Sixers in the second round. But I don't think they reseed. Now, we can ask the chat. SoCal DJ, yeah. somebody, Big Nelly Buckets, somebody find that out and put that in the chat because I'm not uh, sure. I don't think they do. That would be unbelievable if they did because if they, if they don't, I, I love that. If they did, that'd suck. But Boston could have a walk through Chicago. Then they go play Philly. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. That'd be Can fun. you imagine wow. if Boston plays Miami? How nasty of a series that'll be defensively? Unders, oh. unders, and unders. <laughs> it's been under. Might see a total like 201. Yeah, we really be a grinder. It'd be fun. But yeah. I, think Boston, I think Boston and Miami both can play that way. So I think both teams would be comfortable playing oh. that type of style, beating the crap yeah. out of each other for five, six, seven games. Be fantastic. All right, let's get some cocky here real quick. Uh, So Vegas last night wins in overtime. They entered the third period down two to one to Washington. I was on on the Capitals there. So they get a goal to tie it. They go up three, two, and then Ovechkin scores a goal late to send the game into overtime three, three. And then Shea Theodore with his fourth overtime goal of the season last or third overtime goal, third, sorry, third overtime goal of the season last night wins it for Vegas. So Dallas loses. Vegas now two points behind them with four games to go. Yep. And the same number of games. Same number of games. Yes. Handicap where Vegas is plus what to make the postseason? Um, 150. Will they play? Do they play each other the last game of the season? No. That would be. I know they play each other. They do play each other, though. Hold on. Let me see the schedule. But. yeah, let's see. So they play Vegas. Vegas is scheduled the rest of the way. After last night's victory, they play the Sharks next. Home. At home. They play Dallas after that. Okay. On on the road. Vegas, this is their last home game of the year is Sunday. Yeah. Against the Sharks. Dallas, Chicago, St. Louis on the road. And they have to win them all. Yeah. St. Louis might punt. Because it doesn't matter. Right. For them. Yeah. So let me double check. And they're going to be huge favorites against Chicago. Yeah, because they stink. Yeah. Uh, let's so. see. So St. Louis right now, they've locked it up. They have 103 points. I guess they're still con- competing with the Wild and the, and the Flames for seating. To move up one spot. Yeah, for over yeah. for overall seedings in yeah. terms of where they would be. Yep. So St. Louis could maybe want that game, but in all honesty, like, eh. Right. I don't know how much it really matters to them at the moment. You've got Avalanche are way ahead. Calgary is 104 for points, and the Wild and the Blues are at 103. Okay. Dallas 91, Kings 92, Vegas 89. I mean, at worst. You know, if Dallas lost the rest of oh, their games. Hold on. Dallas has a game in hand. Okay. Dallas has played 77 games. Vegas has played 78. The Kings have played 78. Okay. Kings end with um, their schedule. I remember we looked at it before, and their schedule wasn't bad. Yeah, they play the Blackhawks tonight. That's a, that's a joke. So they play... Uh, Chicago tonight, Anaheim at home on Saturday mm-hmm. at Seattle and at Vancouver to end the year. Ooh, boy! So you can kind of cross off the king. The king okay. should, the king should make the playoffs. 
So it really, it really comes down to Dallas. Yeah, that's it. It. Comes, it just comes down to whether or not Dallas is going to actually, if they can catch Dallas being two games behind. Well, they got to win that game. Obviously. I don't think they're making the playoffs. I don't think so either. I, I don't think they're making we the playoffs. We bet no already. Yeah. I mean, they won yeah. last night and he pulled Laner. He started Laner again in the first period and pulled him after Isn't that one. weird? He gave up a goal and they pulled Robin Leonard. That was weird to me that he they he started Should him. Should have never first. started him. They never started him, right? Should have like, never started him. I, I mean, that's, I don't know. He must have said, after, you know, I, I don't know. There's obviously a problem in the room. And they just want to trying to get it to the playoffs. But Matt, the, I think Jimmy's a, mic is muted I, on my screen. I've got him with his mic muted. Oh, do you, you see that too? Yeah. We got Jimmy Trainer from SI. We're going to bring him on in one second. Once we get his audio, he can't hear us at the moment. So hopefully we can get a hold of him and then get, get him up and, and, and on with us here uh, to talk some betting conversations. But um, cause I was going to say, I didn't hear him in my ears. Normally we, we hear when someone's in the, we don't right. hear them when they're in the, in the green room. Um, I don't know. I, I if they if they run the table right and and they still miss the postseason, is the fallout the same? Is it easier to to deal with if they run if they win if they win five games in a row, and they win five games in a row and then they don't make the postseason. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. I think it's make the playoffs or not. How you miss them? I mean, they may get a little bit of a pass from some people, but could you make the excuse of like if we had all of our players, we we missed it by two points, we got hot at the end? Well, they're definitely starting to say that. Some people are starting to say that that you know. <laughs> Jeez, a team with the all these injuries and blah, the blah, 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 right? <laughs> You need to save jobs. You need the narrative to save people's butts. Of course. So you make the excuse, hey, I didn't do this. Hey, I didn't do that. Make it, you make it easier for them to do that. I just, I read the post-game comments and I'm, I get aggravated. Like, I mean, he started the guy that he said just the day before, boy, we really need the guy to be the best player or better than the other guy in the other end and tonight it wasn't him so you throw him in net in a must win game against the Capitals coming off a loss in the first period and he gives up a goal what is, I don't know what was said in that locker room but it was like all right we must we got to get Logan Thompson in there or whatever so I think yeah I, I mean I think he started him because he made the comment so he wanted to show some he wanted to show I don't know, everybody that he's still the boss yeah. for five more games well, or that he believes in him still. That like, I need to show you that I still believe in you type baloney. Such bullshit. Oh, it is. I mean, it's complete. It's complete. Uh, but I, I think that's why he played. Because everybody was like, wait, what? You throw him under the bus. You say our guy wasn't that good. The other guy's goaltender was better. We should have beat New Jersey. We didn't beat New Jersey. We got beat at home. And now we're going to wind up having Robin Leonard start the next game after we trash i trashed him publicly yeah that doesn't make any sense that doesn't make any sense and it didn't make sense to the media who were at the game going like wait what how do you start robin leonard and then he gives him a goal in the first period and it's one one after one and it's like okay i can't trust him now trash you lost him right i mean you've lost it i mean you can't put robin leonard the back in back in for these next four games i don't think so but again i don't know (laughs) <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't know. 
I wouldn't uh, have played him the other day. Yeah. I mean, I not, wouldn't have played him last night. So, not, like, I, I don't know. When Jimmy's all set, Matt, just give us the thumbs up so we can uh, – we'll, we'll bring him on. Um, if we've got the mics working, everything's good. Yeah, it looks like, looks like we got him. So, um, okay. yeah, g- give me, like, uh, 30 seconds and we're good. All right. So, so before we bring Jimmy on, I'll ask you this question, Dave, real fast. Mel Kuyper Jr. this morning on ESPN SportsCenter was yeah. asked about Mac Jones. They're doing the Patriots draft. He set the total for Mac Jones winning championships at 0.5. And he said, I'm betting the under. Do you agree? I mean, that's the right bet, Mel. You know how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. Sure. You know how wrong Mel Kuyper has been in his career about projecting talent? (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) He's not exactly accurate when it comes to what he projects for talent breakdowns. He may know or did know. This is sort of like the thing of sports gambling. Like back in the day, five years ago, there was such a a lack of coverage that people who had access to the line movement or access to where the money was going. All of a sudden there was tons of like, Oh my gosh, how did you find that out? And now the books put, put it out there themselves. It's the same thing with the draft. When Kuiper started doing it in his garage, nobody had gra- any draft information. Nobody had any knowledge of what was happening for the draft. Right and now the teams just put it out themselves. <laughs> the yeah. It's like here on that. Right. So we good yeah. Matt? Yes. I think so. I don't know. We got a thumbs up. We got a thumbs up. Yeah, I see we're, Jimmy. We're good. We're good, buddy. All right. Let's bring on Jimmy Trainer from Sports Illustrated, who's been kind enough to join the Bostonian versus the book. Jimmy, Matt, and Dave, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for coming on. This was a, a conversation that started on Twitter. And for the first time, it's now come on here to this conversation and this show. So what we do every day, we, we talk about sports betting, but we use the same conversations people are having to kind of push the sports gambling topics along and just to kind of reset the topic. This is spurned from the from the Adrian Wojnowski comment on ESPN, trying to equate fan behavior to sports gambling. You're a 25 year better that you said, but you agreed with Woj. Why do you agree with Woj's comments? Well, as more and more States have legalized sports betting, we're up to almost 30 now. Um, the the amount of things you can bet on is, is completely insane. And I mean that in a good way, not a bad way. Uh, you know, believe me, I'm having a good day because in the middle of last night's Bucks-Bulls game, I bet DeMar DeRozan's, you know, at one point he had 19 points. They said his over-under at 27 and a half. I bet the over. Um, so the fact that you can live bet how many points, rebounds, assists, and obviously, you know, I just the Mets are minus six six fifty right now. I just looked at they were up three one. The fact that you can do all that from your phone right now, um, I think, obviously, is a, is a sports better's dream. Tying it into the fan behavior, I, I think fan behavior at, at at sporting events is at an all time low. I think people just behave like animals everywhere, and I think sporting events is is it's heightened because everyone's drinking. And as I pointed out in my column, people, I think, already come into sporting events with a chip on their shoulder because they're getting gouged at every turn. So can I see scenarios where, you know, it happened to me, you know, the other night where all I needed was one more assist from Jokic to complete a parlay. And then he got two texts and got thrown out of the game. Can I (laughs) see that leading to some fan who has money on it, drinking, whatever, saying, you know, 
go after yourself and UMF her and all this. Yeah, absolutely. You can swear, Jimmy. And you can. We're, we're, oh, okay. We're, we're, yeah. Yes. So we're full on whatever you want to say <laughs> is good. Say. Yeah. Um, no joke at you, motherfucker! I can't believe you cost me two fucking hundred dollars. There you go. Two fucking technicals, you piece of shit. Watch your there fucking language. Watch your fucking language. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happening because I'm saying it in my house without any drinking involved. Right. See now, that's that's a great point, and I think the discussion, you know. For Woj to say it how he said it, we kind of talked about it a lot on here yesterday. And like we tell people, go back and watch the show. It was really good yesterday. The discussion was pretty simple. It's not going to make it better, right? Because you're right. The the behavior of fans, people, anyone at games is at an all-time low. I'm and you've never been able to you've never been able to bet like this ever before. But I mean, Jimmy, like I you said, have. Been, that's no, the you thing. have not. No, no. When you have offshore, I mean, up in, I, I'm talking about with it being legalized now. When it, when I was using offshore sites, five dimes, pinnacle, all that, uh-huh. I couldn't in the middle of the fourth quarter bet DeMar DeRozan's point total. You have a smorgasbord of options available to you from the start of the game. To, I Listen, I'm old enough, sadly, to remember when you had to get your bets in by seven o'clock and then you were done for the night with your bucky. There was right. no like, let me go chase Same. the West Coast game. Then the internet started. And then of course you can bet anything at any time pretty much. But I, you know, I know this from talking to all my friends, you can bet anything at any time now it, on your phone. That was not always the case. This yeah. is, you know, with the Fandles but and the drafting. It's true, yeah. but it's not available everywhere, and it's not available in Boston where the conversation started. Yeah, but this had, nothing, this had nothing to do with Boston. He pivoted the con- – he was talking about what happened with Kyrie and the fans, and then he said – We have you know, to prepare. The- yeah, but he used it as a precursor to say we have to prepare yeah, yeah. for an unruly run of fans in stands without having yeah, I, any Im- evidence that it's actually happening. Well, because this is all new. Like, so I, can't we wait to see like, if it actually makes an impact before we make a comment and throw sports gambling? Oh, because into the in mix? sports we never we never predict things in sports. No, but is it is really Woj's lane as a mouthpiece for GMs and agents? Is it Woj's lane to come out sports betting and say, guys, get I ready think, for the hell that's coming right now because sports betting is going to make this so much worse? I, I think he probably put a target on his back from the, in terms of ESPN and the NBA are in bed with gambling companies. So I, I don't think Woj was protecting anyone. I think he was actually taking a chance by saying what he said. And again, this is this is all new. For me, I feel like this is all new. Legalized gambling came here to New York in, I want to say September. January. Right. January. Well, I mean, That's it, right. it, was, yeah. it, was for the, it wasn't for the NFL season. It was for the yeah. NFL playoffs. Playoffs. Right. 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 Yeah. My bad. Because I, I know it started with the NFL, but it was playoffs, not regular season. Right. So January. So we're three, four months into this thing. I can. I had no idea all these options were available on FanDuel and DraftKings and Caesars and all these ones I've signed up for to get to get all the free bonuses. Um, <laughs> yep. You know, it, it, I mean, it's. It, you know, I had a bet. You know, will Alex Bregman have over a half a hit? When I was using, you know, last before it became legalized, and I was using Bofada and, and yep. BetOnline.ag. You couldn't bet those things. I mean, they had a lot of props. Don't get me wrong, but nothing, nothing like what what these sites are offering. The in-game betting options are astronomical i'm amazed by it every single day and i think that may change things because it's instantaneous that's that's what the argument is and i'll say this i've actually done i've actually flip-flopped on this in a way because when state like you know three four years ago when states started legalizing gambling uh, my take and i wrote this 
was this is a bunch of hullabaloo about nothing because if you wanted to gamble you've already gambled like i like me like gambling wasn't legalized in new york i've been betting for 20 i didn't think legalized betting was going to bring in a whole new wave of new gamblers if you wanted to bet you were going to bet people in my life who didn't bet and are doing it now because they give you these great you know sign up promos I know people. I know people who have never bet a game in terms of line total in my in their lives. They just do the player props. You know, I, I know people who never made a bet, and then three months ago they started making bets because it's legalized. I didn't think that was going to happen. And what you said, your point is one hundred. I find that the. I mean, I would assume you guys are like me. We're hardcore degenerate gamblers. Where you know we're into. But they've brought in – the live betting has brought in a lot of fringe people, and I'm shocked by it. I didn't think that was going to happen. But if I'm going anecdotally by people I know in my life, family, friends, coworkers, it's done that already here in New York. Have you gone to a sporting event before January or after January? No way. No way will I go to a – no. There's nothing but animals at sporting events. (laughs) So then how do we know that sports – how do we know that sports betting and not alcohol is to blame for that? Oh, alcohol – well, it's it's just another component that you're adding on. Listen, I I don't do I think 500 people in, you know, um, Golden State's arena are going to go after Steph Curry if he loses it over. No, but do I think there could be a couple of fans here and there every now and then who would, who get nasty with a player because he cost the money? Yes, but his point was after what Kyrie went through with the Celtics, which is he pointed out that it was. This type of behavior, we have to prepare ourselves for this type of behavior, which takes a right. very unique circumstance with a former player who called the entire city racist, who stomped on the logo, who ran through the building with Sage, who has just antagonized Boston for years. He used that to make a comparison for where fans are going to be sports gambling wise. You see, I didn't I didn't interpret it that way at all. I, my interpretation was it my interpretation of it was. You know, this is what happened. Kyrie flipping off these, you know, Celtics fans who are behaving like animals. Oh, by the way, you know, expect fan behavior here to maybe get a little worse down the road because now you're adding in the layer of people in real time, in live time, losing money based on, you know, a player missing a shot or, you know, something like that. But I I think to draw that conclusion, Jimmy, like, I mean, I've been I'm 51 years old. I've been betting or being around it for almost my entire life. And I was offshore in the nineties. I've been in Vegas sports books, running books and helping take bets for 20 years. You can't take it and say it's because of the gambling that people are assholes at games. And that's kind of the way that interpretation did. Woj said people are going to act worse because they gamble on it. Well, yeah. They already act as low. You just said it yourself. They act as lowest common denominator as yeah, they do bringing- now because of the drinking. And by the way, the 1919 World Series was was fixed by gambling. So the gambling's been going on. Yeah, but I I think I think there's more people gambling now than ever, and that's why I think. It's just a numbers game. If you have more people than ever gambling, then there's more of a chance of someone behaving like an asshole at a game. But we'll never know the reasons. The, 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 the only problem well, is, is that it's all anecdotal. I mean, he's literally throwing something at the wall without having any evidence of that actually. That's an opinion. That yeah, because we're not, 
I don't think he said, and I'm not saying like this is what's going on right now. I'm saying this will become a thing going forward with more and more people being able to live bet every little thing while they're sitting in an arena. I don't know if you, I think it's too early to make that conclusion myself. I don't know. And only because I've been in books and I've been at games and, you know, they, I mean, think about Ranger games back when you were young, Jimmy. I mean, think about, I went to Penguin games. I mean, they were, it was crazy. You can't even go to an NFL game now if you have a family. Right. You can't. Yeah, but I go. think what you're saying just emphasizes the point. It's crazy already. Now you're adding in this other element with more people getting involved in sports betting and live betting and all this stuff throughout the game, and it just adds another layer of what a, maybe I don't know. It could be as little as ten, fifteen. To, I don't know. If you have, let's say, you take a Celtics game, there's twenty thousand people there. Okay. I don't know how many you think are live betting. Maybe five hundred, a thousand. Where in so Boston? A couple. Of, Two, three, in the whole building. You, you think can't that's bet, it? You can't. You can't live bet oh, in okay. Boston. You can't okay, bet so in New England. New, all right, so I'll change it. In New York, okay. The Knicks game. There's twenty thousand people at a Knicks game. How many I'm are sure actually are few, on their phone making live wagers? 2%. I would say two percent. If okay, so if that, two, maybe one so percent. So that's two thousand people. So out of those two thousand, no, two percent is two hundred out of twenty. So out of those two hundred people, you're telling me you can't have two or three that get pissed off and start cursing at a player because. They cost them money. They we, could, but it's not going to yeah. be a scene. It's not going to be what Boston well, had against Kyrie, where you had literally he flipped this off. This has nothing to do with Boston and Kyrie. Is it, we're not, I'm not talking about that. That's totally like I'm not. It's not. I'm so then, if it's only one or two people, we'll never actually have to worry about it because it won't be a thing. It only becomes a well, thing when the building, what, the entire building, is going after a player. No, no, no. <laughs> you keep comparing it to Kyrie. It's nothing to do with the Kyrie versus the Celtics fans. It could be one player who says something nasty to a who one fan who okay. says something nasty to a player, and that could yes. turn into an incident. All you need is one for it to become. An it incident. could turn into an incident, but there's plenty of things that happen all the time where people who are drunk, who are high, who Agreed. are doing crazy things, who are right. just. Now I, I you're mean, adding it, in another, right now you're adding so another thing. I don't think like the, the malice in the palace happened, and we don't know why. We don't know what was said. I mean, um, well, Terry O'Reilly for the drink. Boston Bruins went into the stands at Madison Square Garden years ago. This was in yep. the 70s. Yep. It wasn't over gambling. Fair People right. can say whatever they want. How much of the onus is on the players now? Because well, now we have that obligation, right? Well, you now have all these bets on you, and people are going to talk more shit on you. You can't listen to this. I think that's I the real that. issue that needs to be addressed because the leagues are all in bed with all the gambling mm-hmm. and no one's really protecting the players. Yep. And now the players have to hear more shit on top of assholes and jaggles at the games. They got to hear this stuff, Jimmy. Do you think that's a problem? Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I think everything you just said is hundred percent accurate. And if you're a player, you got to sort of tune it out, but it's all a matter of like what kind of line the fan crosses. Now to me, there should be no line that's crossed where a player is going to, retaliate or, or making an issue but as we've seen that happens every now and again it i think um in terms of the players we've seen it over the years with fantasy we've seen players go on twitter and blast fans who <laughs> say you know i hope you break your leg because you didn't get me the 100 yards i needed to me this is comparable to that yeah um that, that's basically do you, do i, I think- know just from covering the internet over so many years i've seen so many incidents of NFL players specifically and mainly um, will tweet out their anger about people harassing them about their fantasy stats. 
To me, this is the same I, thing, basically. I would agree with that entirely. Yeah. What what do you think there's a dollar figure amount to somebody that makes them get to a point where they're they're more likely to say something negative? No, everyone's different. I think you could have someone who loses fifty dollars on a bed be just as pissed off as someone who loses, you know, five thousand. It's you know, you're as I said, I I think there's such hostility now at sporting events. Just when you walk in the building, as I, I, I said it before, I think I think a lot of fans, and this is, you know, you know what, maybe this won't be actually an issue because the fans who are down low who can mix it up with the players, they have money. So it's really the people who are in the upper deck who don't have the money. That's, my, that was, getting, that's where I was going. Yes, and are getting where I was gouged going. at every turn. But, yes. you know, listen, anything could happen at any time. But Because um, the books aren't allowing you. You can't bet $1,000 in-game on a live prop, most likely. Your account gets flagged. I mean, significant amount of money uh, on a live prop in game is is I think it it, it's a on case. the prop and yeah. the book and the book. Yeah. It depends yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, Jimmy's so, like yeah. Jimmy's lucky to have DraftKings and FanDuel at his disposal. We don't have that in Vegas, correct? And we've had sporting events with live betting going on longer. Like, will, like, like, like will, hold on, hold on. William hold on, Hill and the the books that we have, we don't have the live props. We can't do that. None of it. None of it. Vegas. Doesn't have live betting. Oh, you guys have. We have live wagering. We don't have live prop betting. Side total and money line only, Jimmy. Yep. This is like McDonald's not having French fries. <laughs> oh, it's <horrible. laughs> like, correct. You're, 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 yes. you're not wrong. We, we talk about it all the time. You guys in New York, your menu in New York is on an, on average, I would say, fifty percent larger every day than what well, we I have. Well, I have to say, I was surprised. I think this is maybe what led to a lot of the miscommunication on this because I was was surprised when this became a thing on Twitter. How many idiots were text were, were tweeting me saying like you can't bet live props and I'm like doing it every night. Yeah, what yes, are you, you talking about? Yeah, but not and you it, can't. So it's, it's it's state by state, market by market, in book by book, and the, you mean right. he, he, a lot of books don't want to do it. Some books automate it. Like in Vegas, we can't turn a computer on the way that you guys can in New York. So the gaming control that board is, is much more controlled here than it is. How many, there. like how many apps do you have at your disposal where you can make a, a, a not a live, but like a, you know, you want to bet, you, know, bet? Tonight, you want to bet that you want to 12 golden state. Oh, I was yeah, going to okay. say probably 12? up to 15, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, we don't have that many here. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have I a know, lot of options, but it's not, we don't have the same menu. Like our sharpest books, the ones that are the locals, the circus and the Westgates and the books along those lines, like their menu for prop betting is ridiculously low it's tiny compared to what you guys have right see that's always been my experience oh that's always been my and then when this became legalized here in new york in january i was stunned at what you can do live in game (laughs) and like i said earlier i don't want to keep repeating myself that's what a lot of my friends are doing they're not doing but you know like for instance like for me like i'm looking okay let's let's check the board for tonight i see there's three nba games let me see the line let me see the total that's where my mind goes because that's how i've done it for so long right. then i get a buddy texting me he's like oh this bench player it's over six points i'm going you know and i'm like I, I, how do you even you know that's what's bringing in the fringe which i, I can't tell you how many it's people easier to beat to them it's, it's easier to beat the book so the fringe are winning more with lower limits they got i got it yeah yeah, because I got another buddy of mine who's like who, who who basically is trying to beat like the timing of it, where you know <laughs> yeah. the player's total is eight. He sees he's driving for a layup. He hits the old. You know, he's trying to skim it that way. I mean, right. The whole thing you need to insane. tell him about latency, please. Latency is yeah. a very big problem for live betting. Props. Their, their feed is behind. Well, behind. You, I, let me tell you, I found that I have found that out the hard way. Where I'm looking at a live betting option. 
and I see the score change and it's three, four, five seconds before it changes on my TV. If Easy. not more. Easy. And it's like, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to see. The it. Super Bowl was one minute behind. <sighs> one minute. One, one minute. minute. 60 seconds. Crazy. Sharapan told us that in-game betting was created for soccer because it makes sense for that. But the fact that you can now in-game bet, you know, these things that are within seconds is bonkers. There was a point last night where I I was going to bet in-game Seth Curry points because he was hot. And just as I was going to hit the button to make the wager, he hit a three, canceled the wager. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's what's good. And if I, you know, that alone, if I was at the game, would make me be like, "What? I'm not even mad at a player. I'm mad at the system. Now I'm ready to go." Well, that happens a lot well, here. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. at least at the game, Jimmy, you have a fair shot because that's true. You're almost the. You're actually slightly ahead of the feed. Yes. yes. So at the games, I mean, for years, I know this only because. I know too many people, but like there was people bird dogging at sport events, sporting events and making plays to beat the feed. And at least I think you might have, I don't know if you'll have less, but as more and more people bet, you're right. There will be an issue with something. You just gave me a reason to go to a sporting event. I didn't even thought of that. You You got to sit in a box though. Because yeah. you can't sit with it. If you sit with the regular people, a lot of times somebody's going to say something or something's going to happen and you're going to be around situations. I mean, we see this all the time on social media. We're all on social media a lot. And, you know, I mean, I listen to your podcast, Jimmy. Like, I, I know we talked to a lot of the same people. It's tough to go to games and you see these like, I mean, there's a there's a, a Twitter account called the Baseball Fight Club where it's just fights at baseball games and that's at baseball games, which I think is the most passive sport. <laughs> right. Forget about going to an NFL game right. or well, an NBA always, game. It's always, ridiculous. There's always problems at Dodger stadium. You always hear about someone getting killed in the parking lot at Dodger uh, stadium. Beating up. And I, and, and I want to say this too, you know, listen, I go to a sporting event, you go to a sporting event, we can take care of ourselves. We know how to navigate it. We can be, I'm talking about, you know, husband and wife want to take two kids to a ball game. They got a mortgage, a house. Yeah. No, we've talked about. God forbid the kid wants a hat or the or a kid wants a jersey, a soda, the this, the Matt and I are both girl dads. I have three daughters. I took my wife, three daughters, and my mother in law to a Vegas Golden Knights game, a Sunday night against Ottawa. Should be an easy ticket to get. Not that crowded. Cost me a dime. There you go. The night cost me a dime. And that's what I mean by people go into the arena already a little bit. You know, we we they opened the new arena here on Long Island for the Islanders. I haven't gone, but. My best friend takes his kid. My brother goes $14 for a soda. <laughs> like when everyone was going crazy about the price of gas, I was like, how come no one complains about the price of a soda at a sporting event? That bothers me more than the price of gas. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, it's offensive. It's a, you know, I went to a concert a few weeks ago, not a ball game, $40 to park. Yeah. What yeah. Like $40 to park. Used to be here in Vegas, you could park for free. Now we pay to park at the at the properties on the strip. Right, yeah. right. So that was, that was, that I'm was blown good. away, though, that you guys don't have live prop betting on your phones nope. there. Mm-mm. You guys have a lot, a lot more than what yeah. we have. And yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's something people don't realize here in Vegas enough that until – and we talk about this a lot on this show – until the books here start to see a diminish of interest in their books, they have no right. reason to change because do, they're still Do you doing think that'll change, things. Matt? No, not until they start to see people stop coming here. And and we still take the biggest of bets. 
If you want to get a million dollars down, right. you got to come here. You right. can't go how are the how are the casinos and the books in terms of co- like are they fully back from COVID? Is it still light because of COVID or fully what's back? COVID? What's COVID? What's COVID? That's what, that's a good that? question. What's, it's okay. What's, what's, what's full the on everything, Jimmy? The what's, NFL I mean, draft is coming here yeah, next the draft week. Is, the draft is in a right. week. There's no right. you would there's you, you would, wouldn't even know yeah. that COVID happened. <laughs> what what is COVID in Vegas right now? There, I mean, no, listen, I I love Vegas and I love casinos, but I mean those places were repulsive before COVID. So it's, a, you know, post COVID that might, that's one thing I have not done post COVID is, is go to a casino. I mean, I will eventually, but um, you know, yeah. I, it, it's funny because they have in Jersey, they have some sports books set up because that Jersey legalized gambling way before New York did. Right. Um, and I went once I'm trying to remember, I think it was Bally's I went to in Atlantic city and it was like the first, couple of weeks where it was legalized in jersey and they didn't know what the hell they would do and it was a complete mess yeah uh, they were like closing the books early i'm like no no do you, you know and then you gotta like mail the ticket to get back. i think they probably oh. fixed that because like i said yeah, no, I, I do there were stories written about that though oh Gabe yeah so they talked about that that they were i had to mail my ticket yeah. and got my money like two months later it was absurd i was and i remember stomping around the casino like this wouldn't happen in vegas <laughs> <laughs> yeah no listen jimmy thank you for coming on man i really appreciate My your pleasure. time this was a lot of fun yeah. we'll do it again soon down the line all right, all right thanks, thanks jimmy yep. that's jimmy Thank Trainer from sports illustrated okay. joining us here on the bostonian versus the book good stuff with him here talking about what happened so it's interesting i mean he he made a couple of decent points not i'm still we're gonna have to agree to disagree on whether you can include gambling and and i mean frankly i'm surprised that Woj hasn't walked it back and try to clarify. Oh, they never walk anything back, though, right? Trying to clarify it. I mean, because if what Jimmy is saying is that the Kyrie story and the gambling story were separate. I did not hear that. I don't think you heard it separate. I don't think most people on our side, maybe we're overly sensitive with rabbit ears over people criticizing the industry. But did you take he was drawing a line between the two? Because I felt like he was equating the two. I definitely don't think he was drawing a line between the two. Okay. So that's, I mean, you can He's try making to point it. a gambling and saying, look, what's going to happen because of gambling. It's going to get worse at games. Using it's, the Kyrie situation as an example. Well, that was just the, the opening sentence. He, that was planted. He was given that directive, that narrative. There's no question because one, he hasn't probably been to a game in 20 years as a fan. I mean, that's just well. He went. I mean, what type of game, NBA game? You mean? Because he was. I would a, venture he was to at, guess. Remember, he last was time a, Woj paid for a ticket was twenty years ago. But he was at an NCAA tournament game this past March. As a fan? Yes, as a fan, as an alum. Okay, so he sat in the seats. Yeah, he sat in the seats. He was like second row from the court. It was either for the it was either for okay. the Big East tournament or it was for the NCAA tournament. It involved, I think he went to Fort he went to Fordham or he went somewhere, but he was there for as an alum because he was on he was on TV. I remember I saw him on TV and they I identified him, Adrian Wodanowski from ESPN. Okay. So I think I think he's a Novigrad. Oh, okay. I think he's well, a Nova, and, and he's either not, way, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that he hasn't sat with the minions, let's put it that way, with people for a while. He just did at the basketball game. Okay. Um, but I firmly I'm mean, I watched it. I retweeted it again this morning. I'm gonna take the quote and keep saying, I'm gonna re keep retweeting it and saying it's not about the gambling, bro. I'm gonna just keep doing it because you can't say 
that it's this, it's this, well, then it's because of the gambling. It's not because of the gambling. It's not. People, I mean, you heard Jimmy, called them animals. I mean, it people- doesn't help. Your point at the top of this whole conversation yesterday was completely on point. It doesn't help, but it's not why. Right. It's not, it does not deserve any culpability. It doesn't make it better, but it doesn't, it's not why. Like if you took away gambling from America today, fans are still going to be sick animals, as he called them, and doing stupid things. In particular, NFL games and giant games. I will never go to a giant or a jet game ever, (laughs) ever. I will never. Especially in opposite stuff. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. With this. you go wearing a Patriot stuff. I mean, like you got to worry about literally some asshole wanting to get in a fight with you. 100%. Because yep. of what you're wearing. Dumbest thing ever. Tribal. My tribe. You're from Stupid. a rival. You're in a rival tribe. My tribe's better than your tribe. Let's go decide this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I need some type of masculine moment to feel tough. To say I'm bigger than you. Good for you, big guy. That's why I got all the jerseys and hats. So I, when I go to the enemy territory, I can just wear what they wear, and then I can sit and watch the game. And cheer for the, and silent, silent, all the time. Silently cheer for the other team. Absolutely. <laughs> cheer for oh. your bet in silence. All right. So one kicker story to get to today, because you were tweeting about it, and I was tweeting about it, so I think it's fun to talk about. So kids get on a plane in San Francisco. My God. To fly to Florida. Please First don't. class. These kids have got some coin in their pockets. Unbelievable. Mike Tyson is sitting in a row before them. Mike is flying. Mike is just hanging out, doing his thing. Mike decides, you know, I'm going to sit down, do my own thing. Kids are like, hey, can I get a selfie? Mike's like, sure. They get a selfie together. They start talking. Mike goes, sits down in his seat. He's getting ready to fly. These kids are tripping on mushrooms. And they don't leave him alone. They go behind him. They start talking over him. They start poking. And the next thing they know, they've got Mike Tyson on top of one of the kids beating the living shit out of the kid. This kid deserved it, Dave. He deserved every single lick that he got from Mike Tyson. I I don't know what kind of shrooms are. I don't know what I don't know what even would motivate you. To fuck with Mike Tyson. (laughs) You have to be high. There's no other way. You have to be out of your mind. You You, don't realize what you're doing. You you have to be on a different planet. Well, you can. I mean, psilocybin can make you go to a different planet. Yes, it can. It can put you into a different. I mean, it's a trip. You're straight up tripping. You take psilocybin mushrooms. You are definitely not of right mind. Yeah. Okay. But well, I still, even if I was tripping on mushrooms, I would still know who I'm talking to. And I would still go, that's one of the scariest human beings on the planet. Exactly. Like, what <laughs> did they think was going to happen? It's the same question I've been asking, like, with the gambling and the yep. drugs and the this. Like, what did you think was going to happen when you ate the mushrooms and then you started fucking with Mike Tyson? Like he was some, like, like he was some type of... I don't know, like just some normal guy who you want to like, you know, interact with. And like, you don't just do pictures with him. Right. You know what his buttons are. Like, you know, this guy bit a human being's ear off. Like, you know, this dude's got like, I interviewed Mike the first interview ever. When I came to Vegas, I did two interviews, Clayton Kershaw, Mike Tyson. Okay. Those are the two 
I sat across the table from Mike, from Mike Tyson and he started to get a little agitated on certain questions I was asking. You could tell he was getting annoyed and you run the other way when Mike Tyson starts to get annoyed. And he just, he did this thing where he put his hands down. He went across the table and started bowing up on me. And I was like, oh fuck, I'm in real trouble. I was like, this is really bad. I was like, um, so we're going to go to a different topic now. And I'm going to go really far away from this because this dude is definitely not like what I'm doing when I'm talking about what I'm asking him. So he has a, a very quick trigger and he probably went zero to a thousand faster than these kids ever thought but they're lucky to be able to walk off that plane under their own power. I saw, I saw the video first of the kids fucking with him. Yeah, and, and he's like, we're high on mushrooms. Like he, doing, he, he says in the video, we're high on mushrooms. <laughs> you know, we're on mushroom on the plane. I, so I didn't see that. I saw the, the video that I posted. The first one was, of him talking, like his buddy across the aisle shooting yeah. it. He says in that, in that in that exchange, he says shrooms. Oh, does he? Okay, yeah. so I didn't hear that. I'm, I'm watching this, and then I'm seeing him standing over Mike Tyson, and then the post video of his face all fucked up. <laughs> and he's looking like the sad emoji. And then, yeah, and then I see, and then I see the video where Mike just reached around the, the his seat and pummeled this person. Uh, a few times and I was like, good for Mike. Mm. I mean, seriously, yes. have you ever been on, I've been on a plane when it got very uncomfortable. Like there was going to be an argument. It sucks. You're There's trapped. nowhere to go. Yeah. You're trapped. It's yeah. Two, it, it's a metal yeah. cage. It's, it's a scare. Like the couple times that I've seen it happen, but the last time was over a mask. Like I was like, Oh boy, this is going to get bad. Like they wouldn't, put the mask up and then they told them, shut the fuck up. You're yeah. the mask police. And I was like, Oh, oh, I was with the two older ones. And I was like, uh oh, just, just Buckle sit up. down, yeah. you know, um, wait. And they somehow calmer heads prevail. But can you imagine like you poked the bear with Mike Tyson? He's 56 or 57. He looks like he's 40 tremendous shape. And he's Mike Tyson. I hope it was worth it, you assholes. I really do. <laughs> I hope it was worth and it. And Mike walked. People were saying that it's privilege because Mike Tyson walked off the plane. He got up, got his stuff, walked off the plane, didn't get arrested. So he probably will get arrested for this. The kids probably will press charges. I don't really know, but like, I I hope we do like a GoFundMe and pay whatever fine Mike Tyson gets hit with because he was minding his own business, and these three idiot kids wouldn't leave him alone. And What's the defense in that situation? What, like, what's what Mike's, is he supposed Mike? to do? Well, not punch the kid. You get the authorities. You get a you get a flight attendant. You get somebody over. Get them away from me. There's the kid it, poked him in the head. No, I well he was reaching over, so I'm assuming he poked touched him, him in the head. Yeah, I'm assuming he touched him. I'm assuming that's what I look like to me off. that he poked him in the head. Like, oh yeah. look, Mike. Yeah, very possible. I mean, but they were on him. The, the video was enough that you knew because according to the TMZ report that Mike had taken pictures with the kids had been, you know, pretty nice to them and like, was like, okay, I'm going to go do my thing now. And they wouldn't leave him alone. And then the kids started filming and he started taunting and bothering Mike. And then the next video we see is from a, another person, like five rows back taping Mike reaching over and just dropping hammers on the kid. Right. And then he cuts, I mean, he, he literally, he cut him by his fist indenting his skin. 
like that that's how he cut him like it's it's pretty yeah the chat is lighting it up right now the chat <laughs> is going mike punched him because of sports gambling that's <laughs> That's what fucking just said. SoCal just said that I punched him because of video games. Somebody oh, had to pay. So good. It's so good. He I mean, it's so good. The material oh. comes from the chat. Like, this is how you know the show's growing because we got we got buckets giving you that line. It's funny shit. But oh, well, the kids. I mean, it's okay. I mean, he makes a good point, though. Like, if you're right and the guy kid did touch Mike first, that doesn't kind of open up the floodgates. Mike can respond in kind. He was touched, yeah. unwantedly touched by a stranger. What is Mike Tyson doing in coach? No, he's in first class. That, oh, those is are first, first class? Okay. Yeah, those are first class seats. If so. you can't even fucking fly first class and stay away from some kids with some shrooms on a plane, yeah. I ain't never flying nowhere. <laughs> Tyson's a, a big advocate for shrooms, just for the record. he And marijuana. He has yeah, a marijuana he, he's very He's very outspoken about, yeah, uh, yeah like taking micro, microdosing on shrooms and all that. Yeah. Wow. So okay. maybe he thought about it. <laughs> you know, maybe he, he but but Tyson, he Tyson's that. a calm guy, so I feel like they, these kids must have been out of line. You know. Yeah, he's calm until you make him mad. Yeah. And, and 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 then he's not so calm anymore. But <laughs> yeah. he was he, he he I think he was in San Francisco to train with Henry Cejudo because I started to see uh, he was training with with Cejudo. Um, those video of it came out yesterday with him at the gym working with Cejudo. Because I mean, Mike Mike's spinal inflection is still insane like he still has this ability even as a 55 year old 56 year old he his power comes from his ability to essentially turk change his spine to turn his spine to uncoil really fast like he's a strong dude but he's got incredible spinal you know flexibility and watching him just hit mitts is like holy shit like this kid this guy can still really hurt somebody if he wants to go ahead and do it and now he's coaching people how to do what he he has done and it's really cool to see him give back and coach different fighters and as and trying to teach them how to do what he's done but like when he goes side to side and you watch him hit mitts it's like wow i could imagine being on the receiving end that that kid like he must have felt like someone was punching through his brain Oh, getting hit by Mike Tyson barefisted, oh. by the way, this is a knuckle punch. Like this is not like with a glove on. This is Mike Tyson with a bare hand raining down from above on top of your head. His life flashed before his eyes. <laughs> like he just, that's it. I'm over. And when he sobered up, I can only imagine what his face looked like this morning, battered and bruised. I hope he shit his pants myself. So do I. And then I hope his pit, somebody whipped his ass. And was, Dad took away his Bentley or something for whatever the hell he did. That God. was not good. All right. Time for the bet prep prop of the day. Missed mm. yesterday because we went with the assists and, well, it did not really work out all that well. Kyrie did bumpkiss. One assist for Kyrie Irving. Thanks for yesterday. coming. He didn't Thanks do, for coming, Kyrie. He didn't, he didn't do anything for us. So today we're going with John Morant. Under six and a half rebounds, similar to the Jimmy Butler angle from a couple nights ago that hit for us. Minus 105 on DraftKings. You can find this. Morant's averaging 5.7 rebounds per game in the six games against Minnesota. Morant's averaging 5.8 rebounds per game. It does include a nine rebound effort when Steven Adams will play just three minutes in the game due to foul trouble. But uh, he has not gone over seven over his last five games on the road, averaging just four rebounds per game for John Morant. 
one and eight in games where his team covered, which they could tonight, and two and ten in games in the postseason for John Morant, averaging five point three boards per game. Again, rebounds are random, but six and a half does feel a little bit too high. How do you feel about Morant under six and a half rebounds? I'd say I'd actually bet this over. Okay. Why? Total's so high. I think we're going to have opportunities. Like, yeah, I just feel like this would be an overplay. Okay. I think Jaw's going to have a big game. You got I think have a huge game, but is a big game rebounding would be the question. Yeah, I mean these rebound props are random. I, it's it's so hard. Um, but I mean, I think to get this one, it's going to be five or six. Like it's, it's you're, you're not you're not going to get a Kyrie night where he's going to get one or two. Well, Jimmy had five. That's how he he ended with five. Yeah, forty-five and five. <laughs> yeah, this is this is going to be a hell of a sweat. Uh, if I think Morant, five minimum. If Morant's scoring, I think we're I think we're good. If he's not and he does any passes, right. any rebounds, then we're dead. Yeah. So you, you want him to be hot tonight. You want him to be the scoring version of John yeah. Morant, not the I'm doing everything else version right. of John Morant. If that if that happens, he I, I I would bet it under. I like it. I would bet it. Okay. Uh, time for bet it or book it is being brought to you by Fliff, the social sports book. You can play for free to win real money. You can go and sign up today at getfliff.com. Use the promo code props for a $25 deposit bonus. Terms and conditions do apply for bet it or book it. Let's start with a bet that you and I like. You already said you like it. I'm going Nuggets minus one first quarter tonight against the Warriors. They have led 27-26 in the first quarter of both games so far. This game now back in Denver. I expect a fast start from the Nuggets. Betting it or booking it? Betting it. Yeah, we like that. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to have much discussion on it. I I, I like it. Um, They've done this already, both games, right? Yes. Covered where they pushed on both games. Now and now at home, minus one. They're dogs in the game, but they're favored in the first quarter. They're favored I thought the, the Nuggets game. covered both first quarters. Well, either, well, yeah, the, no, but I mean, this number they weren't favored in the first quarter of both games, right? No, the but Warriors, they the covered Warriors. the number. Correct. They were Correct. leading it. They yes. were dogs, Correct. right? Yeah, I thought you meant this number minus one. No, 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 no. They they, they covered both games. Yeah. So, so they were dogs in the first two games yeah. on the road. Now they're home and they're favored by one. I still like them to get after a fast start tonight. Trend's been good. Yeah, Yoke is off yeah. seven and one trend to the team that lost the previous game to win the first quarter. So I like that. Uh over to ten and a half for Dallas in Utah. SoCal DJ just on the chat just said that Luca is doubtful to win right. this game. To play this game. To play this game, sorry. Yeah. Still like it over. Do you? I like it under. Okay. Two games so far yeah. with Dallas on the road at Utah has gone over by six and a half and 21 and a half. Yeah. Between these two teams, Utah is over 500 as a home team to the over. And Dallas is 20, 20 and one on the road to the, you know, basically flat 500 to the over. Right. Both teams yeah. need to run. Both teams look to score. Utah shoots a lot better at home than they do. Line is seven. If they cover it, I think the game goes over. 
if Dallas covers. No, if Utah if covers. Utah covers. Utah yeah. covers, game goes over. Right. That's why I like Dallas in the game. I like Dallas on the side. Okay. So I like under. I'm leaning under. So I would book this one. At home, um, Utah 21, 19, and one. So I missaid that. 21, 19, and one to the over. Uh, Dallas on the road, 20, 20, and one, like I mentioned. Okay. And the first, uh, these two teams, they have not played in Utah. They played back on the 25th on Christmas Day. A 214 total went over by 22 points. 121 16 win for Utah. And then they played uh, again on the 25th of February. 216 and a half from a total perspective went over by six and a half points. A 114 109 win for mm. Utah. Mm. So both those games going over the 210 and a half numbers. Luca did play in those games, but Utah won both games at home. Right by by two possessions. So the question would be, how much is Luca worth? We're all trying to find that out right now. That's a good question. <laughs> how, much, how much is Luca worth? Is is, yeah. is is the question. We don't know. So I like over two ten and a half. Okay, so you're booking yep. that. And finally, Tampa Bay is. I don't want to say reeling, but they're not playing well at the no. moment. Okay. Toronto has won four games in a row. Yes, I, think they that, have. I think that ends tonight. I think the Lightning come back after that loss at home to the Detroit Red Wings, which was pretty darn embarrassing. I get Tampa at home at minus 125. I get a low number here and a bounce back spot for the Lightning. How do you feel about Tampa, Toronto, and the NHL? Lightning to win. This better be the one. This better be the one. What do you mean the one? That they get right. This this This, this better be the one that Tampa... Um, wakes up. Yeah, we're getting ready for the playoffs. Like they're the defending Stanley Cup champions, back to back. I mean, Toronto's and, leading them now by. A, I mean, they got fifty-one wins right now. Correct, correct. I think for Tampa. I think this has to be that game for Tampa to kind of show the rest of the league, like we're not weak, right? Because I think, I think everybody knows right now, like, hey, you can Tampa can be got right now. Well, they've lost to Montreal and Detroit at home. Yes. Like, what is that? Yes. It's it's not the way you want to be finishing the season. Four, four, and two over the last 10 games for Tampa. Yeah. Eight, eight one, and one for Montre- for, for Toronto. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the streak ends tonight. Tampa wins. Small money line, minus 125. So you know the move. We've talked about this on the show. You're supposed to bet the streak. Right. I'm fading the streak only because I don't buy it. You're fading the streak. I'm fading the streak. I don't bet the streak on a road team with a team like Tampa with their home record off of a loss to Detroit. And Tampa is 24, 8, and 6 at home. One of the best home teams in the NHL. Supposed to win this game. Supposed to win this game. Supposed to. Will they? I'll book it. Okay. But I don't it's like it. It's a tough call. I'm going to just go with the streak okay. and see what happens. Hasn't worked out so well for baseball. Favorites have been so good. Short favorites have been good. This number's already up the 135, 137 oh. in places. Wow. Okay. There we so go. So you're on the quote unquote right side. Right. So Before that's probably what you're supposed to be doing. So good call, but I'm going to. 
I think I booked every play today. I haven't done that for a while. Did yeah, I say yeah. book it? No, oh, no, 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 you like no, the we, we, yeah. we agreed on the Nuggets first yeah. quarter. Okay. So you're, you're in agreement with the, with the okay. Nuggets in, in, in the first right. quarter. That's my favorite, Nuggets. my favorite bet of the day is that. Me it's too. Like Nuggets minus one. All right. Favorite thing about today is what? So I have one bet or book it for you. Okay. Boston Bruins are playing at the Pittsburgh Penguins, hence my throwback Penguins that's, jersey. That's tonight? Oh, I would have yes. brought that up. I missed that. I didn't realize yes. that. Oh, yeah. Boston's out there. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Boston is a small underdog today. I actually, man, a lot of people are going to be watching the show. They're going to be mad at me, and I wore the Penguins stuff. I was going to say I like the Bruins, but I'll give you the option to pick the game. Boston. At Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh minus 115. Total six. I like what do you got? I like the under more than anything. Me too. We'll Um, we'll bet that. That's a bet. I like the under in the game, but I loved it at six too because the first game was four two, second game was two one. Bruins won at this is the first time the Bruins are playing at Pittsburgh this year. Are they going to make up that first game that got postponed? I don't know. Okay. I wonder if they're going to make that game up because it's, this is the first time they've played them. I would lean. Oh, that's tough. Pittsburgh so hard, oh, isn't it? I would say Pittsburgh. I probably would take Pittsburgh. Boston's won two games in a row that went over the blues last night was pretty impressive. And I mean, it was it was an overtime, right? Yeah, it was an overtime that they won it last night. For that reason, back-to-back Bruins overtime last night, I'll take the Penguins. And I'll take the Bruins. How ironic is that? That's funny. <laughs> but I'll take the Bruins. Okay. I, so the- I wanted to make sure I brought that up. I had oh, that yeah, in yeah. my I notes. That. I, I didn't realize that. I missed yeah. that. Nice. I, I would have. T- I was going to tell you that before the show started, but I came in late, right before the show started. So I apologize. So two things. Best thing about today for me: one, uh, Miguel Cabrera was just up. Thanks, chat, for telling us he uh, struck out looking. He's going for hit number three thousand. Yeah, yeah, but he's also going for home run, home run number seven hundred too. He's got so many things going on individually. Yeah. All these 18, things are happening. Eighteen more home runs. I think he needs to get to seven hundred. Yeah. And I remember when he came up, how much fun he was as a kid. Remember the contract that they gave him? Yes. They're still, they're still paying. That was like, you gave him how much money for how long? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but they knew and he knew, and he's just a dude. You know, you hear like baseball guys call other baseball guys dudes and guys call other guys dudes. Like he's the guy, mm. one of the guys just love watching play the game. And he said, when they asked him about him getting his 3,000th hit, which we may never see again, by the way. We may never see a guy in baseball history last long enough or the way the game has changed so much get 3,000 hits as a career achievement, which has been a benchmark measuring stick for Hall of Fame forever. So that's interesting enough. But he said, who cares? We lost the game. Like, it was so refreshing to hear a guy who's a first ballot Hall of Famer and is going to get all these career individual achievements talk about winning and losing a game as a team in a team sport. That was number one. And number two was right before the show, I was watching the Tyson Fury interview. Mm. And what he said, Tyson Fury is fighting this weekend. He's minus 650. 
hopefully we'll talk about it a little bit tomorrow. But I got to meet Tyson Fury while I was working at the book, and I went over to the Venetian to see somebody, and he's sitting right in the lobby with his wife and six kids. <laughs> and they're young. Yeah. Like, everybody, they're babies. She's pushing around a triple stroller. And I'm like, whoa. And I go up and introduce myself. Couldn't have been nicer. He put this meat hook around my arm and was like, oh, my God, that's your hand? Yeah. And he goes, do you want to take a picture? You know, of course. So we have this picture that I'm going to tweet tomorrow that is just us making the face, you know, with the fist. But his comments today is going to be his last fight because he wants to spend time. He needs to spend time. He owes his wife and his kids the time. Whether I believe it or not, I don't know, because he may have a big payday after this. It's not his last fight, but yeah. <laughs> you don't think it's his last fight? Man, it's not he's going out against Dylan. It's not going out against Dylan White. It's not Fury's last fight. But Mine it's, is 650. It's a negotiation. To me, it's a negotiation. It's at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. For our time. It's nighttime in London. It's the biggest fight in London history. It was supposed to have been Joshua instead of Dylan White. But it's Fury. guy's got no shot, huh? Dylan White's got no shot. He's got no shot. No. I don't know if he get knocked out. He may last the full 12 rounds, but he's not, he's not beating Tyson Fury. Okay. Well, White can move. White is young. He's younger. He can move. He's, a, he's not, a, he's not a, a gigantic heavyweight. It's not like a Joshua type of specimen, but he can box. Dylan White can box. Okay. Well, we'll see. Um but yeah, that, th those are my two favorite things about today. And, you know, obviously Mike Tyson kicking some punk ass kid's ass, I, I got to admit, was pretty good too. So mine's a two a two parter. So the first part is bravo to Jay Wright for not making a year long campaign about himself. Jay Wright is retiring with a Hall of Fame resume two championships, the NBA always kind of out there. And I'm not again, like fury. I'm not entirely sure that he's done coaching, right. but I think he's done coaching in college and he just quietly made the announcements. It leaked out. Here comes the announcement. He confirmed it on Twitter last night. That yes. Jay Wright is leaving Villanova after a historic and incredible, incredible run. And I just think it's really cool just as a comparison to what happened all year with Coach K and where the story ended, and they both ended in kind of the same place, but Jay Wright's able to get as much of, of the accolades and the attention and the praise as Coach K got, maybe not the send-offs and the moments and the pregame ceremonies, but people are speaking just as highly about Jay Wright for him to retire after what he did with Villanova. So really, really cool to see congrats on the career at Villanova. Everything he built was incredible. The other thing is the fact that the Creighton Blue Jays are going to take over the Big East. And I'm freaking excited about Coach McDermott and the Jays are going to take <laughs> over the damn Big East. Frankie's <laughs> going to have to suck on that. And I can't wait. Got Frankie, UConn, Jeff Dawson, and Villanova, Frankie Tadeo, and me with the Creighton Blue Jays. Next basketball season, it's going to be so freaking fun. And they all know what's coming. The Jays are effing loaded. <laughs> <season>. <laughs>
They are loaded. Sounds like a podcast idea. Oh, I cannot wait to watch what the Creighton Blue Jays do. Greg McDermott now is the best coach in the Big East, which is, oh, yes. Greg Greg McDermott's the best coach in the Big East. What about that guy at UConn? Guy at UConn can't beat Greg McDermott. He can't. He hasn't done it yet. He's over. He is. Zip. He had never beat him. (laughs) Didn't, Didn't beat Jay Wright either, by the way. Couldn't beat Jay Wright either. So, like, you know, little little Hurley needs to, you know, worry about his little temper tantrums from stomping on the court and running around. So, like, uh-uh. I'm not worried about Jay. I'm not worried about Hurley. I'm worried about Jay Wright. Jay Wright, Greg McDermott could not beat Jay Wright. The one big, huge boulder in the, in the way of the Creighton Blue Jays of winning the Big East has been Villanova and Jay Wright. And they're graduating, like, everyone. Right next year. And it's a perfect time to walk. He knows what's happening. He's losing six-year players. He's losing guys who helped build the program to where it was. Championship caliber guys who won rings. Perfect yeah. time to walk away if you're Jay Wright. And there's no way they don't take a step backwards. There's yeah. no way. I know they got the, the guy from Fordham who was on the bench for years and coming over and it's the Villanova way. I get all that. The roster is still not going to be anywhere near a Final Four caliber roster next year. Let's go, Jays. Sorry, we're happy. I can't College wait. Basketball. Oh, I can't wait. Can't, I can't wait. Let's go. It's going to be so fun. We're going to talk so much shit. I can't, I can't wait. Oh, great. Let, let's go. We got uh, what? what's worse, Massachusetts, Boston, Matt, or Creighton, Matt? Talking Boston. shit. Boston. I mean, I got that. that, that come on. I'm in Boston. Yeah. I know, but that Creighton thing is close to your heart. I didn't go to Creighton. I just, I just have. I know, but you got a lot of years invested with a lot of people there. I, and that's the difference. I don't have people in the the way I have people with the Blue Jays. I got people with the Blue Jays. So it's a different story. It's a whole different different experience. Yeah. It's a different investment, different story, different type of relationship where. You know, Alex Core is not texting me happy birthday. Uh-uh. <laughs> like uh-uh. It's, it's not happening. Uh-uh. So it's there's a little there's a much different relationship there yeah. between myself and the Blue Jays versus right. the, versus the Boston stuff. So uh, a lot of time spent watching, traveling, covering, talking. Yeah, there's more time invested with the Jays. If my daughter goes to Creighton University, it's going to be absolutely outstanding. Just to get in there first, but if she could go there, I'd be. I'd be all in. Send her to an Omaha winter. She'll come back to Vegas thinking this is a damn paradise. <laughs> she'll never, she'll never complain about the heat ever again. You suffer through a Nebraska winter. Uh, you're like, oh wait, I got to grow up when it was how like 45 degrees in the wintertime. That's the yeah, low. hundred percent. Yeah. So, all right, guys, Friday tomorrow, we got a lot more basketball to get into. We will be back same place, same time. He is Dave. I am Matt. Friday, Boston University of the book. We'll talk to you tomorrow.